Good evening, my party people. It is time for another episode of Cigars and Opinions with your host, Sean. If you enjoy this podcast, and you are able to, from wherever you are listening, leave a like or a thumbs up. Rate me whatever number star you want. Except for six, there are there is no six star. And let's get ready for another good old bunch of stories or rambling. Whichever I decide this episode. I'll see you in the Guard on Patrol segment. Sean, take it away. Thank you, Sean, and hello, my party people. What is happening with y'all this week? It is, uh, a nice, uh, a nice hump day. Wednesday, it's Wednesday. And, uh, <laughs> damn, I sound less enthusiastic in, than, than I do in my head. Happy birthday to those born between July 16th and July 30th. That covers this week and next week. So, I've got... I've got an, uh... A King Edward Imperial... that I got in a five box for five bucks which ain't bad I like that idea I like it I'm about to light up that's nice that's a nice thing earthy, very earthy, and, uh, got a nice little, little taste to it, so I've got, uh, like, this one and one more left, and I'm probably just gonna smoke that one Friday or something, I don't know. So, um, there ain't a whole lot for me to talk about. Not a whole lot's been going on. Uh, The, uh, more of these that I get to smoke, the better for me, because I enjoy them. Quite frankly, I don't really get enough of them. But, 
And again, the only reason why I don't buy them is because I can't afford them. But when you can afford to buy a box of five because they're $5.99 for a box of five, you buy them. Because that's affordable. be better if I could actually afford decent, decent, decent cigars, but these will do. I'm not gonna complain. I guess I kinda did, didn't I? Uh, I'm enthusiastic and I'm not enthusiastic at the same time right now. I'm mostly Mostly just want to get this shipped over with and go home. I don't know if I'm going to go to get some sleep or what I'm going to end up doing after I get off, but it's most likely not going to be getting any sleep because, well, my body doesn't seem to want to let me. And then I end up staying up all night, passing out around five something in the morning, six something in the morning. And then I end up damn near waking up late for work. So, yeah, that's been uh, been my week this week, and it was my week last week. <sighs> but you guys, you guys want to get to the main segment, don't you? You know, there's gonna be some good old security stories this week, because it's the uh, one month ago that we did the last security episode. I always tend to get... It seems like I tend to get more people listening when it's the security guard episodes. Which is fine by me. You know, if you guys come for those episodes, you... Well, at least one of you can say something. You know, just be like, hey, do more security episodes. Or something. What's going on, man? Uh, that's what I understand it. I mean, hell. That's what y'all want. That's what y'all want. If it ain't, I don't know. What's going on, guys? Chilling. Oh yeah, I'm doing my main, or I'm doing my guard on patrol segment for my uh, podcast. Oh yeah. segment when they're all going to lunch because I was busy earlier in the day but uh yeah no time like the present to get it done Uh, well I'm at the golf cart so I'm gonna have to call it here for the evening. And, uh, 
give it over to the main segment. My party people, I'll see you in the main segment. Sean, take it away. Hello, my party people. So, it's time for some security officer stories. So we're gonna go to Tales from Security for this one. Um, I may have read some of these because it's it's a very... last one that, that I've seen so far is from two months ago. have already read this one. Maybe. Okay, so, a few months ago, my workplace did an active shooter scenario. The boss head of our security department wanted to see how we would handle it if something like that actually happened. The boss brought in the guy that taught us a lot of our work-related courses for the training, so his their trainer, which stated at midnight the plan was a disgruntled former employee walks in and hunts down their former co-workers. We had police helping out. They would arrive midway through to provide backup. It was basically laser tag in our building. But only the shooter had a gun. We can't carry them at work. Well, we drew straws to we drew straws and 
Lo and behold, I drew the active shooter role. My co-workers were all laughing because the lone woman in the department... Yes, I'm definitely reading a story I've already read. But I'm reading it again because it was a good story. Um, <laughs> department was... We're all laughing because the lone woman in the department was to hunt them down. Well, they left and my one supervisor looked at me and smirked because he knew something my other co-workers didn't know. I have five years in army cadets under my belt and knew the building like the back of my hand. So I asked my supervisor, should I go easy on them? And his answer was, oh hell no. Well, five minutes in, I kill my first co-worker, then steal his keys and radio, which allowed me free access to about 90% of the building. Over the next 45 minutes, I take out 12 of 15 of my co-workers before I'm taken out by the cops. When we reconvened, the guy that was running the scenario asked, okay, what did we, what did we learn tonight? To which one of my co-workers pointed, one of my co-workers pointed at me and say, She's a fucking lunatic. To be fair, when I got him, I had snuck up on him and said bang in his ear before I pulled the trigger on my gun. Well, three months later and my co-workers still make jokes about me being a shooter waiting to happen or hanging a water gun on my locker door. Edit, edited to add, we aren't supposed to deal with the active shooter. Our job is to get the public out of the building. If we are able to, Our job is to also provide assistance to the police who do not know the layout of the building. Second edit. Firstly, since one or two people pointed out, no, I do not consider, my, consider what my co-workers are doing to be harassment or creating a hostile work environment. This is all in good fun, and we all, er, and we talk shit, er, and, I'm sorry, and we, and we shit talk each other all the time, or prank each other. So I won't be going to HR anytime soon about their antics. I shared this as a funny and lighthearted story. Sorry if people took it the wrong way. But seriously, calm the heck down. Secondly, Army Cadet is nowhere near 
being the same as being in the armed forces. It's a youth program for teens 12 to 19. That's like saying a former Boy Scout is a park ranger. Third, I shared that fact that I was the only gal in our department because it was relevant to the story not to gain sympathy points. I say like I said last time that was that that sounds like it was fucking epic. At least I think I said that last time. I don't remember. It's been a while. But that is funny as hell. And again a great story, which is why I'm sharing it again. It looks like I need to go further down in the... Let's see the tornado bob. it was deleted but the tail is still up there so it's by you slash open bracket deleted close bracket the happiest place on earth with okay so the amount of adult toys for the different bodily entry and exit points I've found inside of bags is too many to count I've even wanted someone who told me they were plugged so their ass might beep 10 11 and 12 or uh, 10 11 and 14 year old drunk with parental permission both parents were also blitzed CPR on a very popular ride ended with the guests coding 
I was only offered EAP and it was never mentioned nor was I ever commended for my work that day. CMs, hotboxing before work in West Clock, CM hit and run that ended with the injured cast member coding eventually from the injury. I was actively puking one day and a manager told me I couldn't leave work so I called Reedy Creek on myself. I don't know what Reedy Creek is. The manager then rescinded his original stance. A guest was so drunk he wandered into a custodial closet in Italy and took a two-hour nap while the entire park had a bolo out for him. This was some something called um, something the the uh, or the, the poster called the stories of the rat which I don't know what the stories of the rat are unless you're talking about working for like Disney World or something and that actually is code for Mickey Mouse who knows kind of seems like it since there was roller coasters involved um, I w I was actively dealing with a drunk guest after park hours who touched me inappropriately and my manager still called him a free taxi to his hotel. The amount of people who don't understand that bag check means I have to look in your bag, ask you to take items out, or question why you have duct tape, wires, and a battery with you. In Tragic Kingdom is insane. Okay, so definitely sounds like a, uh, Definitely sounds like, uh... Sounds like this person's using a lot of coded language. So yeah. Sounds a lot like Disney World. Um... People get so mad... That we... unarranged their bags at bag check bombs guns and any weapon come and any weapon comments were never funny to me so I always called them 
in to make the guest uncomfortable. Challenge coin traders are the worst. Don't get me started about the about that old union they have. Never did a damn thing for me except take my money and allow the company to reprimand people based off hearsay. If there's any specific topics or questions, drop them below and I'll answer anything. We didn't sign an NDA, so they never signed a non-disclosure agreement. Yeah, that definitely sounds like uh, security for Disney World. have a bucket list titled please don't make that stereotype true and we're gonna find out what stereotype they're talking about in just a moment okay <clears throat> parking duty on a slow on a slow evening parking location is not tight or narrow but a wide area so parallel parking is easy an SVU with tinted windows arrives. I did not see who the driver was. Driver doing the parallel park. There are two orange cones blocking one section of that parking area. Some VIP will be there tomorrow. So we had to place orange cones there. As the SVU driver sh does a reverse, I am talking to myself and kept repeating the statement, please don't make that stereotype true. I don't know what stereotype he's talking about still. Or they are talking about. SVU hit the orange cone. Half of the orange cone is under the rear bumper. Both the driver and passenger doors swung open. Driver stepped out and to my surprise, she, the driver, fulfilled the stereotype. I know it's naughty, but I laughed. I don't get if they're trying to say because it was a female driver or an Asian driver. 
the mod literally had to lock the comments for this one. So, first person in the comments says, just curious, who is the stereotypical orange cone crusher? Next person says, unfortunately, I think we got the, I think we got a clue when OP identified the driver as she. They replied back and said, maybe he hasn't seen, I mean, maybe he hasn't been to r slash idiots in cars all shapes and sizes and sexes the person another one replies back and says I wasn't going to say it but woman driver stereotype I might have read that one before too, but I don't know. That was from a year ago. Again, it's your boy at the scrapyard with another interesting tale. This happened a week after the crackhead who called the cops on himself story. Okay, I'm gonna have to look that one up. <clears throat> I'm gonna have to look for that one. So Sunday night, they have some. They have workers running the mill overnight. A employee had been fired earlier and on his way out he told me about it and rode off on his bicycle he didn't seem angry or anything and just left he seemed all right with it and I had talked to him before and he seemed like a pretty chill dude a little awkward but friendly nonetheless anyway so I stayed up there for an extra hour with no patrols just in case he came back 
but he didn't. <clears throat> so I went on my patrol. Takes about 20 to 30 minutes to do. So I get back and I look around and everything's all fine. So I decided to go use the bath. So I decided to go use the restroom. I get out of the restroom and see the shift lead there waiting and I'm just like, ah shit, here we go again. So apparently in short, in the short time I was in the, in the bathroom, he came back on his bicycle drunk and rode all, all the way to the back of the place and then the workers chased him off. He never returned after that, at least not while I was working. I can't even use the bathroom without something happening in the scrapyard, apparently. Well, damn. This one has to be it's the same guy from you slash Zimian. The title is just the word why. It says just happened to me at 1.30 a.m. Three and a half hours until my shifts over and nothing happened the entire shift. Random crackhead tripping on something walks up yelling something. Tell him to leave twice and then state I am calling the police. He calls the police instead. Keeps yelling about a woman being attacked and screaming at the screaming at the scrapyard that doesn't have any women on shift tonight. Police arrive, three SUV Three SUVs. Cops get out and then just ask the cutter. So, is he on something? I was further away about to follow the guy since he walked away. But still around the site. I walked over and talked to the police and explained what happened. And the cops just asks... And the cop just asks, you want to trespass him? And right as I say yes, the dude comes back and I'm just like, oh, there he is. And all three cops immediately turn around and go talk to the guy. Crackhead leaves. Cop says, 
he comes back, just call them. Then, then they leave. Why does it have to be at the end of my shift that this happens? <laughs> okay, so none of the cops stayed by you to do the trespassing. First of all, if the dude walked off, you wouldn't be able to you wouldn't be able to trespass him anyway. You have to be, they have to be there for you to trespass them. But since the dude wasn't there, the cops asking you that was kind of stupid in the first place. I told a guard about Reddit. While working a security window inside a large commercial establishment, I was accompanied by an, an injured guard. He was on light duty and could not be on the floor with the general public. He was a polite, single, older man, older man, who knew some of what was on the internet, but not how it worked. I was witness to him being educated on such matters. Hank quit linking big booty girls on Facebook. He denied such untoward behavior. Hank, when you like something, it tells all your friends what you like. That's what it does, and it shows up on my feed. My family sees that. A personal experience I had and establishing a time frame. He was sitting beside me looking at his brand new iPhone 5. He was so excited he had upgraded from a flip phone. Hank, have you tried out Siri yet? He tells me no and that Siri was on the iPhone 4. This is an iPhone 5. I enlightened him and it also brings us to our main story. I had enough of Hank's polite manners. I needed to I had enough of Hank's polite manners. I needed to answer the phone, responded and dispatch from the radio 
address people who walked up, finish reports when able, and in the meantime, he would shout hellos to everyone. He would shout hellos to every employee who walked by. We were close to the employee break area. It happened a lot during an eight-hour shift. I asked for his phone. Let me show you this website called Reddit. I directed him to some very vanilla NSFW page and gave it back to him. Finally, I was working in relative silence. From the corner of my eye, I could see repetitive action. Scroll, tap, zoom in. Lean in toward the screen, zoom out. Back. He was dead silent. At the 15 minute mark, I asked him, Hey Hank, how are you doing over there? He didn't even hear me. I pushed away the thought that he was sitting two chair widths away from me sporting at least a semi. Semi-hard. Semi-hard on. Pretty much. And was satisfied that I could work, that I could more easily get my work done. Finished my shift, went home, didn't give it a second thought. The next day, Hank catches up to me in the locker room. Miles, there is some effed up stuff on that website you gave me the uh um the reddit Hank what are you talking about I sent you to the I sent you to the booby page um yeah you did but then I clicked on something that said gore I saw a guy cut off his his dick with a knife. Hank, let me get this straight. You saw a video called Cuts Off Penis, and you clicked on it. Then you saw a naked man with a knife and clicked play and watched the entire thing. I don't know, man. I kind of feel that God's will has been done in your life. But if you don't like that, maybe just stick with the boobs. Don't click on gore. And that's the story of when I showed a co-worker Reddit. And the first person in the comment says, show him this sub. <laughs> I think the dude would get a kick out of it. Um, uh, 
Gosh only knows how he'd react to r slash people fucking dying. <laughs> that makes me uh, want to want to click on that link. That definitely makes me want to click on that link. But uh, this is a security officer episode. person replied to that and said and now I have a new subreddit to try and find the bottom of and another person replied and said unless you prefer to be on top interesting story <laughs> this one looks like a long one so it might run out the rest of the video From you slash Maricus and why didn't you stop them I was a student security officer at a small Midwestern college typically I did foot patrols and drove the drunk bus but during commencement and reunion weekend I sat and watched thousands of chairs from midnight to 8 a.m. to make sure no one stole them there were two sets of chairs that needed to be protected from the chair thieves of the Midwest there were the square chairs which sat on the main square at the edge of campus and the quad chairs that sat <coughs> that sat on the quad one uh, the quad one block away fully on campus The odd thing about staffing for commencement and reunion weekend was that the square chairs were protected by two student security officers while the quad chairs were protected by only one. In theory this was because the square was sort of half in town and half on campus and the quad 
was fully on campus. The square chairs, the square chairs job was some somehow more dangerous, I guess. But this made no sense in but this made no sense as this was an open campus with no walls or gates. So the chair thieves of the Midwest could just as easily go murder the security officer on the quad as the square. Also, this was like the safest place in the in the world and nothing ever happened. I don't know about I don't I don't know if I would agree with anything like that, but okay. But that was above our pay grade. We were just happy for the work and took the shifts assigned. This evening my friend Kate had drawn quad chair duty and my then girlfriend Gabrielle drew quad chair duty with me. We got on duty at midnight, headed to our posts and settled in for hours of nothing but drunk alumni telling us about their lives. Then around 3 a.m., some un something unusual happened. We were discouraged from using the radios because we weren't really because we weren't real officers. So hearing Kate's voice. Kate's agitated voice break through the silence was very unusual. 504-575. It sounded like it's it sounded it sounded like that many exclamation points were after it like three exclamation points they put in after that so it was serious such such was Kate's alarm Kate was cool as a cucumber usually Randy our night dispatch guy must have heard it too because there was real concern in his voice as he responded 575 go ahead Two men just grabbed a kiddie pool from the quad and ran away with it They're headed south by Smith Hall Apparently our Midwestern college was a huge with a huge endowment was keeping bottles of beer in a kiddie pool of all things during the day for the alumni they hoped would 
write write them five plus figure checks. There was no beer in it at 3 a.m. and it seems that stealing it was someone's senior prank. 575 to all units. Be on the lookout for two males headed towards Smith Hall carrying a kiddie pool. Gabrielle and I were shocked. Nothing ever happened. The radio never went off. And Kate got some real security to do. We were jealous. Our jealousy was broken by the radio. Um, 15, 575. 15 was a junior officer. The higher your number, the less important you were. <clears throat> Our numbers were, were all in the 500s. 500 numbers higher than everyone else. That's how important we were. Five seven five, go ahead. Yeah. Um. What color is the kitty pool? A moment of silence before Randy responded. I think we all saw it coming. Five seven five to five o four. What's the color of the kitty pool? 504 to 575. Blue? Kate, uh, Kate, answer, uh, Kate didn't answer it that way because she didn't know. She answered it that... She answered it that way because... She answered it that way because because it was a stupid question. They're they're almost all blue. Yeah. Um fifteen five seven five. They just went by. Five seven five to fifteen. Randy sounded annoyed. When and where? Uh a few minutes ago. And where did they go? South? And why didn't you stop them? I have to handle it, or I have to hand it to Randy to asking the question openly on the radio that we all were wondering at that point. Well, I didn't know if it was the same pool. person in the comments be on the lookout for two males carrying a kiddie pool sees two males carrying a kiddie pool right well that could be anybody <laughs> I mean 
Gotta use your head with that shit. Obviously, it's gotta be them, right? say this here that that guy was pretty stupid for thinking that that wasn't the right that wasn't the people I mean how many people are you gonna see that late in the evening or that late at night uh, carrying kitty uh, carrying a kitty pool when you were told to be on the lookout for them person in the comments said in their own thread in their own comment thread well 15 was outnumbered did 15 often hallucinate slash witness two guys legally carrying a non-blue kiddie pools at night people I will see you over in the outro. Sean take it away. Thank you Sean and hello my party people and welcome to the outro. So uh that last story was pretty damn entertaining. Uh, one where the dude literally calls uh, the the police on himself though that was even even more so funny because I mean dude had no reason to call the police 
he just had reason to get his ass out of there. The security officer had plenty of reason to call. Have the dude trespassed. I've never heard of security at a junkyard before, though. That's new to me. I got, I'm sure there's probably plenty of junkyards that have security, but I've never heard of that anywhere I've lived. Um, I don't spend much time in junkyards, but... Well, scrapyards. Either way, um... Both of that dude's stories were, uh, something else. Uh, pretty sure I read the first one and the stereotype one before. But, uh, I don't know. I, I disagree with the whole stereotype of all women, you know, driving women drivers my wife drives all the time matter of fact I sit in the passenger seat and let her drive because I really don't care about driving cars I'm more of a motorcycle person myself though I don't have a motorcycle and can't afford one on a security officer's salary I say salary but I really mean paycheck I'm not a salary guard. I don't know. My brain's fucking fried right now. I'm tired. And it is 6.40 in the morning. So. I've been up since 1 p.m. 2 p.m. Somewhere around there. On Sunday. So. And it is now Monday morning. And I am tired and have to go to work later. I am also. Needing to do other things. This morning. Later this morning. So. I am going to call it here. My party people, you guys have a good week. Um, I will see y'all next week with another episode.